Hello and welcome to the Really Useful Psychology Podcast, where every week we talk about at least one idea or study in psychology. Each episode we will explore psychology in real life and psychology behind the news stories and headlines. I will sift lovingly through what's new, what's working and what we still don't understand. And you'll have it in one gorgeous, shiny podcast each week to consume at your leisure. I'm your host, author and teacher, Vicky Newham. If you're interested in human thought, feeling and behaviour, and let's face it, why wouldn't you be? You are in for a treat. So let's get stuck in. How do family roles affect our lives? Have you ever found yourself wondering, how come it's always me who does X or Y? And how come this person never does A or B? These are family roles. So let's look at a little bit uh, about what a role is. So a role is simply something that we do in life um, that conforms to a number of different expectations. And so we'll all be used to them from different um, aspects of our lives. So we have roles at work, we have roles um, at home, we have roles, um, you know, within our friendships um, and in our families. And so they conform to the way that we act, conforms to the expectations um, of other people. And these influence what we do, what we say, how we do it, and um, all of these things. So, um, yeah, so a collection of, and so things like also responsibilities um, and actions. And most of us perform a number of different roles during the course of our day. So um, if we are, for example, um, a woman, it may be then, um, well, we have to be someone's a daughter. Um, we may also be a partner or a wife um, or a friend. Um, we may have a professional role um, that has a, you know, carries a title. We might be a nurse or a doctor or a, you know, whatever. And so we're juggling these, aren't we? We're very used to talking about this, you know, about juggling roles. Um, and the interesting part is when we come to look at the roles within our family, because everything starts there. Everything starts there in life, but also in terms of our roles as well. And the reason why this is interesting is because there is often um, a continuity between the roles that we play in our family. And it may be that there's one in particular that's kind of been forced on us and we've sort of we've uh, run with, if you like. Um, there is often continuity between that and then other the roles that we perform in other areas of our life as well. So what's interesting about roles is that 
Um, there can be 10 people who, well, everybody performs them uh, differently, uh, you know, basically. And it may look like they kind of, uh, you know, they, they're performing them in a way that's quite similar, but there will often be, you know, very subtle and sometimes not subtle uh, differences. So the way that I might perform the role of um, a friend or an employee or an entrepreneur or a partner or a wife or a girlfriend or a daughter or a sister that may be very different from how everyone else in the world performs uh, that role as well so um there are a couple of important things then about roles and then firstly I, i'm going to talk about role conflict um, and then also role ambiguity and confusion so roles work um if the way that we are um, expected to behave and what we're expected to do and how we're expected to do it, if that conforms with and aligns with our values. But where, for example, you know, there is a conflict, um, then that can cause problems for us. So, you know, if we have to do or if we're doing a job and that means that what's expected of us you know, is to behave in a way that we're not comfortable with then that can cause problems for us. Uh, and so, you know, if we are always the person who does this, X, Y, or Z, and so to give some specific examples, if we're always the peacemaker, if we're the, the secretary, the family secretary who, who um, always arranges things, always books the venues, always lets everyone else know what's going on and the time's changed and organises who's bringing what to a picnic or a dinner or, a you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, so in those um, roles, um, for example, um, then, uh, it, you know, if it's clear uh, what we're doing and it aligns with our values then that's absolutely fine but if it doesn't it can cause problems for us so that's role conflict and if there is um a, you know an ambiguity or if there's confusion around what we're supposed to be doing um you know we just we don't know um or it hasn't been made clear to us um or we're in a new environment for example and we just don't know what's expected then that can cause problems as well so let's have a look at some of the key um, family roles. And um, I'm sure a number of these will probably start ringing bells for you. So let's just look at a few of the interesting ones. So the family baby um, is a, an interesting one, isn't it? Um, then you've got the scapegoat um, and the hero. The family hero or the family martyr, for example. What about um, in your family? You know, do you have um, someone who kind of always plays the role of the clown? So the sort of family mascot, the person that's the joker that always makes everyone laugh and is called upon to kind of, you know, lighten the mood and sort of, you know, roll out the jokes um, when, uh, you know, when needed. Um, the black sheep of the family, the rescuer. Um, and so sometimes that person can have the role of the mediator as well. Um, the, yeah, the secretary, sometimes called the switchboard. Um, you know, I think that's, excuse my stomach rumbling. 
um the uh that's an interesting one as well to to perform so the lost child is another role and then you've got the cheerleader so the family um the family cheerleader the um the philosopher the thinker the person who always puts things in perspective and you know explains and who's very logical and very rational um, and then you have the um the truth teller um, and so sometimes this person is a, um, a Cassandra from uh, Greek mythology. So the person who um, foretells what's going to happen and no one believes them. So there may be some of those um, in your family. Now, why on earth am I talking about this then? Well, the reason why is because these roles, first of all, how they come about is um, very, um, very complicated and quite subtle. But the problem is that, um, well, there are two problems. Um, the first is that um, if we um, if we don't like a role that, you know, we've we've been given, um, you know, that's been forced on us, if you like, um, and that we you know we seem to have kind of picked up, acquired, adopted, run with, um, then what can happen is that it can mean that um, we're not getting our needs met. So if we're forced into having to rescue others all the time or mediate and sort things out um, or to always be the person that tells jokes and makes everyone laugh. Well, you can see then that um, there can be consequences to that. There can be costs to that, um, which, um, you know, obviously isn't isn't good. Um and so in terms of how these uh, these roles come about, well, how do we become, you know, the family black sheep or the scapegoat, um, you know, or the baby or the, the mediator? Well, the these the origins of these roles really start as soon as we're born. In actual fact, they can start um although this might sound strange, but I'll explain, before we're born. So what I mean by that, um, you know, is that within the family system and kind of network, people will already be, will be born into a family where other people are already playing certain roles. And what happens is that we have to kind of slot in or we are slotted in you know, by others in the family, very subtly, we're slotted into the roles that that they want us to play. And they may not be consciously aware of this. Um, it may be that there's just some, you know, some jiggling around um, and people are eased into roles that kind of that that fit. And often there's a historical pattern to the way that the roles are set up within families. And so we just get slotted into like a piece of a jigsaw, if you like, we're kind of slotted into that family jigsaw. And so then what happens is, so, you know, it may be, for example, that, um, you know, somebody um, behaves in a particular way on a given day. So when they're young, um, and they're not feeling well, you know, or they're a bit cross about something or other. And it's, oh, you know, Peter, John, Tom, Harry, Sid, whoever. Oh, oh, he's always so whatever. 
um, oh, he's always so kind of cranky or grumpy or difficult or, you know, not happy or always complaining. And then if it happens again, then, you know, you just kind of this is how these things just over time, over time, over time. Um, then you people develop this kind of reputation for being this particular person. But it's more complicated. I'm oversimplifying things. Um, and so there is this fitting people, fitting new family members into the place of the jigsaw that's kind of um, that fits um, fits the others. So um, what I want to do then is to just run through four very quick tips. Um, for sort of for dealing with um, these family roles because if we aren't you know mindful um, of how they're affecting us and you know if we have these roles we've been given these roles and they don't work for us they don't align with our values we're not getting our needs met and we're having our feelings invalidated um, or just completely ignored, if you've got to be the person that's the peacemaker and the rescuer all the time, well, then who looks after you? And this is often a big problem. So the reason why I'm mentioning it is because um, these patterns can continue the whole way through life. And because there is often a continuity between family roles and roles that we then pick up and get given to us you've got this interaction they're kind of given to us and we take them on or we reject them um, and then with that we can risk being rejected ourselves um, so four tips then so number one is what roles do you play in your family there may be one key one um, and there may be a number of subsidiaries as well but usually there's one key one so number two, what do you gain from playing this particular role? And playing sounds like it's a game and, and it's it's not. Um, these roles can be a, a source of a great deal of unhappiness for all of us. But if you are um, performing or conforming to um, to the, a particular role in your family, um, then what do you gain from it? Now, this might sound a bit counterintuitive. It might sound like, you know, what on earth is she talking about? You know, she's saying that it's kind of, you know, they can be not nice. So what what could I possibly gain from it? Um, but in psychology, there are often what's called secondary gains. So it might not look like very obviously we gain something from performing a role. But often if you dig deep and deeper, um, you will find that there are um, there are gains um, and sometimes they're hidden, you know, slightly less obvious. So you can think about, for example, things that you might manage to avoid by carrying out certain roles in your family. So that's number two. What do you gain? Number three is, but what do you lose? What does it cost you um, by um, having this particular role? Um, and what so what are its disadvantages is tip number three and these are things that you can reflect on and also they're really useful for journaling and discussing with others um, as well number four is do these roles or 
or this primary role that you have in your family, um, does this play out in other settings too? So the role that you have in your family, do you also find yourself playing that role in other situations? So in your friendships or at work or in hobbies and interests, for example. So let's think then about key, uh, key takeaways. So number one then, um, it's that um, the way that these roles develop is very, very important. Um, and it's also extremely uh, a, a complex, um, this, these bits of the puzzle that sort of that fit together and as, as we've discussed. And it's very, um, it's a complex process. And this is why it can take some unravelling then as we grow up and as we become adults to think, whoa, hang on a sec, how on earth did this come about? Um, and then to unpick them. Um, so um, secondly then, that one of the problems with roles, if we are not comfortable with them, is that they, it can mean that we do not get our needs met. Um, it, and it means that our feelings often then they are either completely ignored um, or they are invalidated. Um, so if you are, for example, um, often put into the role, you know, of the, um, the family scapegoat, you know, who's blamed for everything. Um, well, no one's ever going to acknowledge your feelings and um, listen to them, you know, etc if you are always made to feel that things are your fault. Um, and then just finally to say that um, the questions can be really useful. Um, and so do use these, um, you know, to kind of reflect on and to talk to others about. But the final thing I'd like to leave you with is that if you recognise yourself, I'm sure you will, we all do, you know, in these roles and you start doing a bit more research, etc. The key thing to remember is that there's nothing wrong with you at all. It does not mean you're doing life wrong, um, you know, if you are carrying out one or some of these roles. Um, they are simply, and I say simply, um, unavoidably, um, an occupational hazard of being a human being. So just as people talk about, you know, what is it, taxes, death, uh, roles in life, these social roles and roles within the family are absolutely unavoidable. Um, so they happen to all of us. So you are not doing life wrong. You have not got anything wrong. You're not at fault and you haven't made any mistakes. However, um, and you know, this is the good news, what it does mean is that when you become aware of roles that you are performing in inverted commas, um, then you can think about the origins of those roles um, and whether or not you want to change them. So if you don't like a role that you've, you know, that you've been given, um, then you can stop, you know, you can think about it um, and you can think about all of the implications and then stop performing that particular role. Uh, it usually causes some upheaval, um, you know, in the family because um, people don't like it. Um, if you unslot your piece of the jigsaw, um, it leaves a hole, doesn't it? So who's going to who's going to fill it um, if you remove yourself? However, it's um, we are all entitled to choose the roles that we play in our family and in all situations in life. 
So um, I shall leave that there. Just to say very quickly, if you'd like to find out more um, about um, you know ways to create um, a, a life that you know that works for you, that is fulfilling and meaningful. Um, and um, provides happiness for you then my um, free workshop um, is available to enroll at vickynewham.com forward slash courses and in that um, there's lots of ex exploration um, of um, you know how to what some of the key factors are so that's it from me then bye for now bye bye